Yes, boy meets girl waiting for a star to fall. Here are classic hits he has. We were waiting for a star. He's arrived. Thank you very much. DJ Gallagher. It's nice to be appreciated, even if it is a slightly facetious way. I'll take it. I'll take it if it's gone, Jim. Thank you very much. How are you, horse? Ah, happy Friday to you, sir. Ah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm in good form. I am glad it's Friday. I was just saying to Mike outside there when I was making me old cup of coffee that um, uh, it's weird. Like, even though it's, you know, I was about to say something like, sure, it breaks the routine. But sure, it doesn't. Just a different routine. But But still, for some reason, I still like the weekend rolling around. Oh, I know what you mean. Even though it's madness and there's nothing to do and nowhere to go and all the rest of it. Well, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Are you? Well, yeah, because uh, even though there's absolutely nothing to be done and no joy in it, uh, I won't have to get out of bed and do the running from the shower to the trousers. Well, there you go. I'm dread the shower have from to be... the trousers today, man, was the most difficult thing I've ever done. These are the little wins, PJ. The mini wins, yeah. They it is are the, the mini little wins. wins. And that's, you know, if the weekends give us nothing at the moment, they at least give us those. The miniature wins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have you, to say. So how will you will you just wait for the day to warm up before you do the showers to the trousers? Is that how you get around it? I, the weekend? I, I think I'm not going to do shower to trousers. I think I'm going to remain in, uh, in a, shower. a dirty boy for the entire oh. day. <laughs> Right. I'm just going to walk around with the duvet wrapped around me everywhere I go. Yeah. Put on me, me boots still in the bed and then walk around <laughs> in me boots with the duvet over me head. It's because it's going to be freezing and wild everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That was, I was, I was kind of prepared to, you know, take on the onslaught today. Sure, it never happened. There wasn't never a flake. Wasn't, wasn't there nothing? Not a flake. But nothing. Man, up on nothing up the mountain. mountain. No, no. That's... No, I can verify that on, on Walton Mountain, <laughs> there was nothing going on. Love that uh, the way morning. people can actually go past your gaff in the mountain and say goodnight, Jim Bob. That's like it's just brilliant. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here. Anyway, that's for sure. Uh, happy Friday, Peter Andre, mysterious girl. Here are classic hits. Uh, waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday. Thanks for all the WhatsApps. Happy Friday, right back at you. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Honorable mention, though, by the way, for uh, for the Lily White. Who's having a shocker of a Friday? Oh no, what's happening? Not having a good Friday Dear at all. Dear Lord, what's going on? And he dropped his coffee now. Oh, I know the feeling. Isn't that the worst? It's the worst. Something like dropping your coffee or your ice cream falling off, or you know, or it's... the 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 burger falling out of your bun. Or oh, what? you're dropping the sausage out of your hot dog. Yeah. Oh, especially Some, there's something. Oh, there's something absolutely. It goes right to the very soul of you when that happens. Especially when everyone's laughing. Yeah. You know when everyone's really. Everybody laughing. thinks it's just a hilarious prank. You know, and to you, it's like, oh my God, you have no idea how much I. Looking forward to that. Oh, I'll never forget this. Uh, the Germans. Remember, I told you the Germans out in Houghton, they came out of Beshoffs. Right. And they put down their fish and chips on the wall, and a seagull swiped your man's fillet, <laughs> and you had to pour you with face on him. And everybody laughing, like all the dumb That's, people. I think, ah, ha, the yeah. Laughing like the seagulls. La- ah, yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. Yeah, even the seagulls laugh. There's nothing. Oh, there's something just. Yeah. It's so, They're so just forlorn, like. You're just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, you, you don't even know if you can eat the rest of the chips or anything. And the seagull's laughing at you, and all of us are laughing at you. And you're there going, I knew I should have gone to, yeah. sw- I knew I should have gone to Spain. But we're with you, we're with you, Lily Voice. Yeah, we're with you, Lily Voice. We feel your pain. Definitely. Right, birthdays for you today. It was a bit of a struggle getting these together, to be honest with you. It's not amazing now, I have oh, to confess. Oh, God. These well, you are never the days know. I tend to do better well, on. I was just going to say, you never know. Maybe your Friday luck will be in. We're going to start with a man that you've mentioned many times on this show. 
Arsenio Hall. Oh! You were quite a fan, weren't you? Oh, he was. It was into Arsenio Hall. And his last, or his last, his latest, I'm hoping it's not his last, mm. uh, stand-up video that went up on Netflix. Very enjoyable. Right. Very enjoyable. I don't just, think I've ever seen him in pure stand-up. I only know Arsenio good. Hall from the Eddie Murphy movies. Yeah. You know, um, but that's a huge part coming of, to America and all that. A huge part of stand up is a lot of people don't know who Arsenio Hall is, but they know he's a famous man. Yeah, that's so kind of me. Yeah, so uh, he gets confused with Eddie Murphy and with um, um <laughs> well, I'm not quite that bad, but I know it's really. Oh, it just happens to him all the time. He's got a whole thing about every time he gets recognised, he goes, Now, who does this idiot think I am now? <laughs> who do they think I am now? Like nobody yeah. gets it right. Nobody. Uh, that's he's brilliant. He's, fa- he's fallen into that little sort of section where he, everyone knows he's famous, but no one quite knows why or yeah. who he is. Yeah. So you know, people come up to him and go, "Because I, didn't... man, I loved you in coming to America." And he goes, "Oh, finally, someone who knows me." And he goes, "How did you play all those characters?" Like, God damn it! <laughs> Eddie Murphy played Arsenio Hall. He thinks he's, I'm a I'm a I'm an Eddie Murphy character. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I didn't really get the I didn't get to see the show you know the chat show type thing it was good yeah now it's dated if you look at it now it's dated you know yeah yeah I kind of saw clips of it with them um, like you know I'd see the clips like when he when he spoke to um vanilla ice and yeah. you know that sort of stuff like it's hard to know which one of them is less cool <laughs> than the other <laughs> You know, but Arsenio Hall definitely funny at least. You know, definitely have the crack. That answers the question. Vanilla Ice is less cool. Uh, actually, there's you know something. Sorry, I know we're wandering way off track here, but I have to mention that um, a few people had texted in and PJ recommended it to me. That uh, Operation Odessa. Oh, right. Jim. Well worth watching. It's, it's, I meant it, to say it. To you. For, for something that's a crime sort of documentary. It's a caper. It's, it's a, a caper. It's kind of it's funny, but the very fact that Vanilla Ice. Actually plays a significant part a in it. Huge part. Is, he essentially is extraordinary. He doesn't give too much away when you find out he kind of introduces the main yeah. gangsters to he's, each he's, other. He's a catalyst for the most for the most ridiculous crimes. It's the most ridiculous crime story of all time. Like of anyway, all time, isn't it hilarious? We, we leave it hanging on that. You can go and check it out yourself. But in the meantime, our senior hall is what age? I'd say he's like fifty-four, sixty-five, man. What? Yeah, yeah, sixty-five. What? Yeah. I'm so shocked. There you go. Looking well on it, to be fair. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I right. hope I do. This one would be good for you because you love your boxing. Prince Nassim Ahmed. I used to love Prince Nassim Ahmed. Such he an entertainer. A, I was just going to say, one, oh. of the, one of the last great characters. Such an entertainer. Yeah. I, I annoyed me the way he turned on Eubank. Um, but he was such. But he was all part of his I'm the nasty little boy kind of character. You know, yeah. you don't mess with me. Um, I, it was all part of that, but what an entertainer! And in fairness, multiple champion, multiple um, weight belt holder. Yeah, and then we found out his head was made of glass. Like you <laughs> yeah. know, he just got to that. It was weird. He got to that stage in his career where everybody that hit him broke his face. He just fell over with a broken face, like so much. I don't know why, how, yeah. or why. It just nobody could hit him for so long. No yeah. one could hit him, and he used did to fight with his hands doubled in front of his face. And in the, when he was in his pomp, though, did he get that thing? They always have this thing about the best pound for pound. In other words, if you can exclude yeah. the, we- the weight divisions and if you can exclude all that sort of stuff, did he ever have that moniker? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. He wasn't really around long enough. It was kind of like when you think he, his career was very fast. Yeah, he was a bit of a shooting star kind of. Yeah, stuff. yeah, he came in. He was a Brit. He took over the whole world. Everybody wanted a piece. He was absolutely fantastic. He was brilliant. In the entertainment doing. Summer or his yeah, whatever his tumble flips. forward flips yeah. into the ring. When he hit people, he hit them hard. He danced and he mocked and slagged everyone. 
And then someone hit him in the face one day. <laughs> and it was said, all, I'm not doing that And again. then he just kept falling over. <laughs> and then he fell over as much as he ever won. And then it was kind of the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was great. Uh, great while it lasted. Now, uh, it's interesting to see what you go for age-wise on this. Age-wise, yeah. I... Because have you seen him lately? No. He's a, he's a heavyweight boxer now. Oh, oh right. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say he's... Uh, oh, that's hard to know. Fi- I'd say he's like 57. You see, I kind of thought you were going to go there. Did he's, you? He's 47. Whoa! Is he? <laughs> yeah. Jeepers. He's 47. Is he? Yeah. He must have been 21. Or he must I, have been 16 when he was jumping in and out of the rings. That's what I mean. It was kind of like... Wow. I wasn't sure about that myself where to place him in my own head because I kind of do think of him as a very young boxer yeah but I always thought he was older than me I always thought he oh, was did you oh I did yeah 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 no 47 Prince Nassim wow right uh, what about I'm shocked actually with that actor Josh Brolin which one's he No, uh, I tell you I know I, that name very well I know yeah and you're gonna and I don't think it's gonna make you happy but he's the one from No Country for Old Men that joke <laughs> that's the worst film I ever saw I did, I've, twice I've tried to watch that It's brutal And neither time I got to the end Brutal I don't got to the end The end's the worst part <laughs> Oh right You saved yourself <laughs> It's just that other fella Tommy Lee Jones Wittering into the darkness About nothing that ever yeah. happened In the movie I tell you You know the way I'm not great With slow movies anyway Oh This is I mean I thought No come on This got loads of great accla- You know accolades And everything Come on Jim Come on watch it it's no. awful. Twice I made an attempt. It's Still awful. haven't gotten to the and end. And that other Spanish clown going around with the cow prod. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen a movie that was as less enjoyable as that. And the <sighs> end of it, genuinely, Jim, if you want to just get yourself out of your misery, yeah. just fast forward to the last minute and watch what happens. It's nothing to do with anything. It's literally Tommy Lee Jones just going, and then the man arrived and the donkey had a packet of sweets and a packet of sweets. Was the metaphor for the Spanish man with Kale Proud. Something like that. It's brutal. It's <gasps> oh. so brutal. And he's he's been in a lot of stuff. Like he's yeah. been in other, you know, decent enough movies. They but he does make some them. weird movie choices. Yes. Like he was in that mad stylized thing I was telling you about before, where it's like a cartoon. God. Mickey Rourke or, yeah. Mickey Rourke is in it and everything. It's that's oh, a mad looking thing. But is this way back in the day? It's not Rumblefish or anything. No, no, not Rumblefish. It's more recent than that. It's Oh, there's, there's a bit of nudity action in this and everything. It's going to damn now, but... At least, I think that's what No Country Old Men needed. A couple of people in the news past the time because the story was never going to grab me attention. <sighs> anyway, Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin, I, uh, 63? 53. Oh, gee. Jeez, you're really overshooting really them. You're lashing the ears on the people. The, you're piling them on. Right, what about this? Christina Ricci. You'd know her from the Adams family, That's maybe? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah she's That's great. That's the only thing I know her from. Yeah, I, oh, it's killing me now. You know the way something's on the tip of your tongue? Yeah. I can think of so, about three things she's in, and I can't think of the name of any of them. But she's great, yeah, she's enjoyable. Mermaids, no? That wouldn't have been one of them. The mermaids, yeah, that is one. Never saw that. Mer- yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a jolly old romp. <laughs> it's a jolly old romp, Jim. Yeah. It is, it's a feel-good movie, yeah, I have to say. Um, what am I going to say? Oh, this is hard again because I can't. I mean, even she played remember. a kid in the, in the Adams family. Yeah, I can't remember what if that was nineties. I think it was early nineties, was it? I got to say, she's like uh, she's forty two. Oh, you're getting closer now, buddy. Oh, okay. Forty one. All oh, right, right. Let's wrap this. Uh, let's wrap this shambles. Oh yeah, this shambles. I'm me at the start. It's me confidence that kills me. I always do better on these ones, Jim. I says. A man we play often on this um, on this very station, Michael McDonald. 
You know Michael McDonald? The newsreader. What a fool believes. You know that guy? Not the newsreader then. No. Um, you know, that, that, we play that song a lot. What a fool believes. <laughs> yeah, he sings it slightly better than me. But you know, he has that great voice. Michael McDonald. What else? What else is a big Michael God, McDonald? I haven't to rash it. Yeah. Um... Michael McDonald. Sweet Freedom. Oh, Sweet Freedom. I can't remember do the words. Do we play these Why can't songs? I remember the words? You know what I turn into? Why do I turn into Magic Mike when I'm starting to try and you remember these things? You turn into a Gareth Brooks impersonator. I can't, I can't think of anything. Here the, sweet oh, Freedom. Sweet Freedom. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, Sweet Freedom. This is like a, a Yankee War song. Oh, we're going to free the slaves. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I don't know if Mike McDonald would sing that. But still, <laughs> Sweet Freedom, What a Fool Believes. Um, he does that one, Yamo Be There, with the other bloke. Yeah, I'm going to be there. That one. <laughs> no. uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, I'm going to be there. This hasn't gone well. Just pick a number from 1 to 100. 72. 69, nearly. Ah, for God's sake, it wasn't bad. <laughs> and now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show, weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Thank you, Tara. And a very happy Friday to you. Woo-hoo! Thank you very much. I'll tell you something. My backing singers are quite extraordinary. You know, they're, they're, they're We're going to start impressive. a band here. They're pretty impressive, I've got to say that. And, and, I, I, tell I, you, and I can just about play the tambourine as well, if you want. Oh, I'll tell you something. Get oh. the band back together. Um, and what a happy Friday. Can I just say to you, uh, what? nothing makes what? me happier what? than to say to you, Tara Duggan, not a flake not a flake not, not a flake even frosty like it's not there's not even I, frost I literally said to morning. PJ earlier on when I came in it was actually marginally warmer today <laughs> than it has been all week I was like I was all prepared I was prepared to take I was going to change cars we're going to do everything to make sure I got in and everything looked out not a flake. I spent the early part of this week coming up with a contingency plan <laughs> in the event that myself and John Hart couldn't make it to work, finding replacements who live within walking distance. I, I was I, like, I had a map. Yeah. I had different colour coded charts for different levels of degree of snow being snowed in. Yeah, and here we Not are. And here we a are. Flake. Not a flake. Can I just yeah. say, I'm delighted. I'm smug. And I, I, I just, uh, your disappointment is adding to my pleasure. There's always next week, PJ. There's always next week. Gala, Freed from Desire and uh, 80s Classic from Rick Astley ahead of that. Never going to give you up. Happy Friday, folks. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Friday, 12th of February. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Friday morning. 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout at any stage. Uh, thanks for all the WhatsApps that have come in already. And happy Friday right back at you to uh, all of you that have um, been WhatsApping in. Also, there seems to be a space of coffee dropping. Is there really? Well, you know, the Lily White was on earlier about it, and now Jaron Limerick says, Would you believive it? I dropped my coffee as well. It's, the, for God's sake, this is an awful tragedy. I hope this isn't a contagious space. coffee drop that's oh. going around the country. Space of it. Uh, also, uh, on the subject of uh, the snow, uh, you and I are very grateful that we're not enduring any kind of Absolutely, catastrophes of yeah. snow variety. Uh, Especially me. I mean, if you couldn't come in grand, you have today at home. I'd be in here pressing buttons and turning off a radio station. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, who's this? Let me just see who this is. Somebody saying they've had a bit... uh, Trevor saying they've had a bit of a flurry in Cork. The South does seem to have gotten a bit more of it, don't they? The South, I think that's what Tara was saying yesterday, wasn't it? Mm. That Cork was going to be the beginning of the sort of... Yeah, somebody else sending us a picture from Newport in Tipperary. Oh, give us a look at that there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Oh, that's proper. Yeah, that's... Looks like, like there's a bit there, all that's right. That's where reindeers play. And also, uh, Phil I Am 
has been on from Newcastle. Yeah. He says it's very snowy here in South Shields. They always get it a little bit worse than us, don't they, over they do in England? They always get it a little bit harder. Like you know, South like, Shields, do you, do you have you ever been to Newcastle? No, I haven't. No, no I. It's one of the places, it's one show? of the few places over there I haven't gotten to. Yeah, was it this show that where there was talk for a while that we were going to go? We are going to go and we were going to do shows from it. Not sure if it was this one or if it was somewhere else that I worked. From Newcastle? I don't know. Yeah, because they were, going, they were going to promote it. They were trying to promote it as like a party city. Oh, they were, yeah. And the idea was to go over and kind of do the show from over there or whatever. And oh, blah, 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 I don't think that was this show, but I do remember Liverpool, Dublin, Newcastle and all being caught up in this sort of like... Stag triangle of the Bermuda yeah. triangle of stag parties. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that was definitely. I remember that being a thing. So, so it was a different thing, was it? Maybe. It was, well, I don't know. It wasn't I mean, this show then? Look, sure. I'm not too sure how I got here today. So you're asking me very <laughs> a lot of detail here, Jim. Anyway, uh, Phil, I am. Have a great day. Thank you for that. Uh, in a snowy sh- South Shields in Newcastle upon Tyne. Also, um, who somebody's been on to? Oh yeah. By the way, Sin City was the name of that movie I was trying to think of. Sin City. Yeah, yes. John was on, and somebody else was on. Of course, I know exactly the movie you're talking about. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Yeah. It's quite, Eva it's Green enjoyable. is in it as well. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Now I'm thinking. Hold on, no, that's not the woman I'm thinking of. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Well, Nobody knows. For a minute, a poison ivy or something. I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of Uma Thurman. That's or it. Um, um, yeah, That's um, it. Yeah, Uma Thurman. Oh my yeah. God, I'm mad about Uma Thurman. Are you? Yes. Yeah, I am. Eva yeah. Green always does these mad things. Like she was in Penny Dreadful and all. It's funny the way something. And she does tend to take her clothes off an awful lot. Like, she must be freezing all the freezing time. Freezing all the time. She be there doing a movie, yeah, but only in July. She be saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Helena Bonham Carter's another one. Does all weird movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people just get pulled into it. Like Johnny Depp, he's a, he's a weirdo in the movie. He's a weirdo in real life, by all accounts. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Josh Brolin apparently was in... Uh, he played Thanos in the Avengers movies, but of course you never got into the Marvel no, movies. No, he never could, That no. was really your back. And the other thing is, <laughs> somebody's been out to say, for an actor, PJ, you haven't a clue. It's a classic. I oh, assume yeah. that's a reference to A Country for Old Men. Oh, or yeah. no country for old men. Oh, no country, no film yeah. for anyone. It's yeah. what I'd have called it. Now, you see, I, actually, now that that crumbs up, right, you do like a slow movie. I do, yeah, I, I do. mean, you liked Cast Away and Open Water it. and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I love a slow movie. I, the, le- the, the less that happens for, in the movie and for me. What, so what's wrong with no country for old men? They have to be good. And no country for old men is absolute George. It's the crappest of crap. There's not even... It's just a bunch of actors thinking they're great, looking at each other with weird looks. It's a bunch of actors thinking that they have the quality of Roger Moore, raising their eyebrows and wiggling themselves. Oh, my God. That's what it is. In fact, now you've just reminded me of the only thing that could make that film worse. Excuse me, it would have rescued the whole movie. Well, why? What, him standing in the middle of a desert, raising his eyebrow? Would have improved it, would it? Well, yeah, it would. Imagine, you, you know, your Spanish lad with the electric cattle rod kills someone for no reason and you're supposed to be... And then Roger Moore walks in and goes, hmm, really? You'd be like, exactly, Roger. That's exactly how I felt about that scene. Ridiculous. Also, English Lee has been on just to remind us about uh, Chinese New Year. Happy uh, Chinese was New it, Year. Is it today or, or was it yesterday? Or no, it's today. It's today. It's today. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure, we and do you know something? It's my year. Here's year it. of the bull. It's the year of the ox. Now I'm, I'm, yeah, ox bull. You know what I mean? Similar. I'm monkey, obviously. Ox bull. Can you imagine someone gave him a bull tail soup? <laughs> He'd say there was a difference then. Look at it. The picture looks a bit like a bull. Okay, so I'm well, claiming well, it as the bull McCabe. I wonder, what, what's your actual My Chinese? actual one is, is monkey. You're a monkey. I'm a monkey. Yeah. The ox bull monkey soup, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah. I mean, how could you even ask, considering you'd give me nothing but abuse about being a silverback gorilla? 
Just Did you even sh- ask what my Chinese symbol is? Yeah. Of course I'm a monkey. Of course he is, yeah. You're a rat or something, eh? Well, yeah, I'm not. Excuse me. I am a beautiful little rabbit. Uh, I'm a, a rabbit. rabbit, yeah. So oh, my what I God, yeah. Are you, you a rat, it? Michael? What are you, Michael? He, he's a cock. What? Your thing is up there. Oh, sorry. I'm a dog. A You're dog. a dog. It's Tara's the year of the ox. Oh, is she? Is she? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we have a real live ox here in the studio to do this with. I this is going to give her a year of birth there. I shouldn't do that. Oh, I'll be able to find out now. I'll be looking at the website. Yeah, no. Uh, what he means is the internet doesn't go back to the, when there was three numbers. I'm legging it. <laughs> That's it. I'm hiding it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you will have a bit of crack with that then later yeah, on. Yeah, there's definitely something in that for sure, for sure. Uh, and listen, uh, anyone else? Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Thanks a million. We can't get through them all, but we appreciate all of the uh, the WhatsApps. What have we got? We got. I tell you, definitely, we've got loads of cash because there's going to stay at loads of cash until it's one now on the hit bit on the way in an hour's time. You know the score. Magic Mike standing by, ready to do the business for you if you can give him the um, if you can convince him to let him uh, let you on to play and give him the right answer. Over a grand could be yours. Final day of the breakfast table quiz up for grabs as well. Yeah. And uh, you're going to do your Dr. Love thing again, are you? I'm going to do a bit of Dr. Love. People freshening up there. People, you need to freshen up your underpants this weekend. It's Valentine's Day. Right. You have to have fresh pants. Now, obviously I won't, but I'm not seeing any. Like, you know, uh, so you fresh pants now. Please. That's uh, that's the key. That's your Dr. Love tip. Fresh well, pants. Well, wait, you see the statistics on this. And oh. why uh, Tom Jones is, n- it's not his birthday and it's not his uh, Chinese New Year, but why he's a bit of a bat. Oh, right. <laughs> he's a bit batty. You know what I mean, Tom Jones? See? He cleans his pants, but he's a bit batty. Who wouldn't be intrigued by a show that had that? <laughs> Fine young cannibal, she drives me crazy here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you, Friday 12th of February, and of course, not far away. The day of love. The day of love, Valentine's Day. It's the big weekend. It is, it's, uh, yeah, Valentine's Day on Sunday, of course. Uh, It'll be... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose it will be different, was it? I can't remember when this thing started. No, last year we were still... Was it normal last year, was it? It was. I was out on the 1st of March last year. I was out doing my thing, so we could still go out and about at this time last year. We were only thinking, imagine that came here, that'd be mad. That was this time last year. So, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, just like everything else that has happened over the last... It's going to be one of those with a difference. Everything has become with a difference. But yeah, but Valentine's Day be better. It'll be better. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day, come on, it's a pox. Everybody knows it's a pox. Everything about it is poxy. It does take it does take the edge off, the expectation, I suppose. Yeah, because But but look, you know, hang on a second, Hugh. You're taking on the role of Dr. Love here. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of Ireland, if you're confused, if you're up in arms wondering about how you're gonna express your love on Valentine's Day in this world of confusion. Dr. Love is in the house. He's going to tell you. Very simple. How to make this happen. Very simple. Stick on some new cacks. That's really what it's going to come down to. Stick on new cacks. Don't be a dirty, smelly, stained, pant little individual like me. Uh, get some new cacks on. Nearly half of people, apparently. Ha- nearly half, it says. I, I would new, ha- new pants. Now, we are talking new, right? You don't just mean change your underwear, as in clean. Well, you mean new, like shop-bought Freshly Fresh. out of the packet, still with the creases from the folds. Okay, you're going a bit far here. Now, I don't think you should spend money on Valentine's Day, regardless. Even if it is for to, to have some impressive undercrackers. You now, know what I mean? and the other thing that you should specify is, now, when you say new pants, do you mean new? Thanks, new pants. Oh, or no. do you just mean new, as in 
previously unworn. Oh, come here if you want to wear on some. If you want to try on some new sexy pants, then stick on the sexy pants because everybody likes a bit of sexy pants. Especially when Valentine's Day falls in the weekend, you can do all the sexy pants you want. Right. Uh, but I'm just saying. But lads generally don't have sexy pants. No. Not, so you're just, just talking about. Just went from sexy pants to sexy pants <laughs> like that. Uh, but lads don't tend to have sexy pants. They just wear uh, pants. So is this just for the lads? No, not really. It's it's most. Let's be honest. It's mostly for the lads. When they say forty seven percent have worn their pants until they fell apart, I would imagine that's because forty seven percent of the population are male, right? Right. Um, and that's what the study says. It doesn't go into the sort of sex and gender roles of it and all. Um, but they do say one in five feel their other half needs to make an effort. Please make an effort this Valentine's Day. And actually, in general, when it comes to changing your pants, they say the biggest turn offs when it comes to male knickers are stained. Um, oh, stain. Ones. Oh my God! I don't stain. understand the fuss about a stain. Can I get onto? Can I get onto this? That does not mean they're not washed. A stain is a remnant of dirt that once was there and is now no longer but there. If, but if it's a stain, something is still there. No, otherwise it wouldn't be true. a stain. No, that's not true. It's affected the core of the pant. It's made it look. It, there was once something there. It is now gone. Hang a second. Now- There's a big difference between, say, a bleach stain. Where something has bleached the colour out yeah, of it. Yeah, okay, fine. Right? Yeah. Compared to a, a stain that's a leftover remnant of an accident. Well, if you spilt red wine on your pants and you clean it, they're still clean. Right. There's just still red wine stain on them or something. Okay, right. You know, I'm just saying, people get very upset. People say, this is, I have a very it's just, serious it's just, this. You know what I mean? If you look at a pair of pants and they're stained, you don't immediately think, I wonder were they drinking red wine maybe or... You know what I mean? Well, I tend to look... If I see stained pants, I tend to go, what was I doing there? And put them on and go, I get on with my business. Because I know they're clean. You're conf- you know, People that say stains and dirt are the same thing are people that think an open wound and a scar are the same thing. A scar was once an open wound. It was no longer is. Right. It can be completely clean. So your your philosophy then for clean underwear is like, just leave the dirt there until it gets to a stage where it's, you know, where it's ingrained in the fibre. And then it has become a dirt scar and is acceptable in the greater world. Do you know what you're doing? You're putting words in my mouth here. This is why you should be in politics. I'm just saying, <sighs> once you wash something, if it's still stained, it doesn't mean it's not, it doesn't mean it's dirty. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So if I think people. Well, either way, you shouldn't have stained pants. For, va- for Valentine's Day, the rest of the year it's fine. I'm wearing stained pants right now. Of course I'm wearing stained Yes, pants, right? absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. That will go up on social media very shortly. <laughs> they're clean. They're clean. And they're, they're right, okay, okay. Uh, and, your yeah. stained pants are clean. So stained, yeah. you, you should have stain-free, brand-spanking-new-out-of-the-packet pants. If you can. If you can do. On Valentine's. Yeah, and it turns out that when it comes to pants, our, be, our planting behaviour is quite... It's We seem to have our sim, similarities across the board of the population. Okay. So apparently the average adult has 17 pairs of underpants. Right. And they wear 10 of their pairs of underpants on a regular basis. Yeah. And there seems to be seven spare pairs of underpants. I definitely don't fit into this. Right, no. I have my pants... I have my week... My underpants, Tuesday pants, Wednesday pants. They all get mixed up, but it works out that way. Do you know the yeah. way? Because I see... I've got the yellow checkered ones, and I know when I hit them, I've gone through a cycle. <laughs> Do I have them on today, actually? Let me check. I, I have do. the I, I have, do the have ye- them on. I have the yellow checkered ones. Yeah. And I'm that a- signifies 
Well, I know right, I've gone through a cycle. Time to start again. Yeah, I've gone through a cycle of pants when that comes around. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. So I know, and I'm, I'm obviously just beginning a cycle now. Right. So I've clean pants for a week now. Happy days. Yeah. That, that is good news because it will coincide with about half of them will be stained, <laughs> but clean, but clean. So you um, won't be breaking out and going, and, because somebody has texted in to say who your victim is going to be. Like if you are looking for new pants, who are you going to steal them from? Oh, for God's sake! I can't, I, of course, that's still coming. That's nearly two years ago that the pant accident happened at the gym, and it's still I'm still being called a knicker knicker all this time later. Shocking! It was an accident. Unbelievable. Uh, also, it says one in ten people uh, they categorise their pants to, the, to, uh, to for different activities. So some people have their comfort pants, some people have their um, exercise pants, and some people have uh, lucky pants. So yeah, you see, for now a job that's, interview. that's where I thought we were going with this, right? Where, what, yeah. I thought we were going towards the lucky pants thing, that the idea that lads would still have this this pair of pants that they'd rock around in on Valentine's Day, you know, and they're 20 years old, is because they had some ridiculous belief that the pants were lucky. Yes. And, and they would get lucky in their lucky pants. That's where I thought you were going with this. Well, and basically, women are finally saying, look at your 20-year-old pants... Are not the are not the issue here. Yeah, right. Well, Just get a new set on. Oh my god! Well, I'm wearing these yellow checkered pants for the last I don't know at least nine years anyway, and they've been very lucky for me. Have, have they? In what way? As in every basically every Friday is a weekend, and that's when they seem to become around the cycle. You know, it's pretty lucky. I would have thought that's lucky pants. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably why they're the most stained of the bunch. Sure, you know, just takeaways and everything have been victim of these pants. Very hard to say goodbye to these when the day comes. Like, it'd be a long goodbye. Yeah. One day the elastic's going to go. Well, it's gone, but they still, the jeans keep them up. But one day, like, something ferocious is going to happen. One day you're going to do a karate kick and they'll rip along the they'll r- r- rip along the grid area. And that'll be it. You know, everything will be hanging out and they'll have wow. to say goodbye to these pants. And that will be a sad day. Yeah. And how in the name of God will I know it's Friday then, Jim? <laughs> you don't even think about that. <laughs> It's extraordinary to think that you're like, you're, so your pants are like a, you know the way some people, they, they have that thing where they do a quilt and each square of the quilt represents a, a moment in their lives. An important portion of their life. Yeah. And for you, that would be the various stains on your underwear. I could make a whole quilt out of pants I've been really emotionally attached to over the years. I wish I kept me George Best pants. I could have put these yellow ones on now. It would have been wonderful. Yeah, return of the Mac. Mark Morrison here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you, Friday 12th of February. And, uh, somebody's just said, uh, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't realise this before. But to be fair, this is, um, it is John in, in Rathout has just pointed out that uh, we now know that you are, in fact, Rupert Bear. <laughs> <laughs> With your yellow check pants. Never even thought that of that. That is extraordinary. How did I miss that before? You need a straight, you need a significant coloured pants though. Do you know that way? Right. Uh, so, to, to, so you can see when you've completed your cycle of pantry. Uh, I always think it's like, you know, it's very handy. Well, it, yeah, but I mean, do you have to actually complete your cycle? Of, could you not just have, you know, plenty of spares? No. You need them all to wear. It's like tyres on a car. They have to wear evenly at the same time. Because if they don't, then you, you could end up you wouldn't know where you'd end up you know you wouldn't know what you'd be doing be like wearing that's like wearing one sock from one pair and another sock from another you have to wear them all no, even how, how was that how was it the same? it's not the same as all, at all I think I, I beg to differ it's, it, it's essentially the same you're wearing out one before the other 
You're, you're putting the whole system out of whack. Right. You know. God forbid, like, you'd have, say, I don't know, double, say, the amount you need. That's very wasteful. Like, you know, and what's double the amount you need? I mean, like, in fairness, double the amount you need is 14 pairs of pants. I that, thought we established that even the most, even just the, the average run of the mill was at least 17. Isn't that what you just said in that story? Yeah, that's what humans do. I'm, I disagree with humans. I think that's outrageous. I think that's very, like, you know, I think that's very, that's like having two cars or three cars when you only need one or having four gaffs when you only can live in the one. You know, I think that's a bit silly. That's what you're, you're equating, having an extra pair of pants with having another house. Well, it's like having an extension you never used then. It's at least like it's at least as bad as that. Like you get you could get fifteen years out of a pair of pants if you have five pairs of pants like Oh no, okay, you need seven. You need one for every day, right? Okay, let me think this through. Yeah, <laughs> you're gra- yeah. I mean that's years of years of use out of that. Wow. Okay. You know, anyway, uh on a separate subject, uh Paddy Spadani wants to wish his missus a happy birthday. Happy uh, birthday. Doesn't tell us much about his missus, just that she's his missus. Well, happy birthday, Mrs. Missus. Oh, there it is. Anne Louise. Anne was, Louise, happy birthday to you. It was buried in a, in a WhatsApp from earlier on. So, Anne Louise, uh, happy birthday to you. Have a good one from Paddy. Have a great one. Uh, 087-188-0008 if you, uh, if you want to give us a shout, uh, especially if you fancy having a go at the hit bit. It's on the way in less than half an hour's time, in fairness, over a grand up for grabs. Magic Mike standing by, usual story, just convince him that you can get on to play. 087-188-0008. Baby Bird, you're gorgeous. Here are classic hits. Happy Friday to you. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hit bit on the way. Magic Mike standing by, over a grand to play for. Let him know that you want to have a go. He's on WhatsApp 087 Baby Bird, you're gorgeous. Would that qualify as a love song? I think so, course, yeah. yeah. I think that's it. that fits the weekend quite well, yeah. Because, the reason I ask is because uh, the other thing you can actually... Uh, Magic Mike is on the lookout for what you think is the ultimate love song, right? Your favourite love song. You know, uh, uh, what you call it, Voice of a Thousand Souls does End his love Murphy. song show. Oh, Mr. Love himself. Every, uh, every Sunday, isn't it? Sunday morning? Every Sunday morning. How you doing? I'm yeah. in the love. Just sit back and let the sound of my voice feel like handle wax of a more normal temperature rolling down your face. Yeah. So uh, we're on the lookout for the ultimate love song with Valentine's Day on the way on Sunday. We want to know what your choice would be. Uh, so 087-188-0008, let us know on WhatsApp. Uh, we'll play the most popular one, the favourite one, the nation's number one love song. 087-188-0008. But, um, so there was, just to, to get, kind of start the ball rolling, right? Magic Mike threw together a few clips. Very good. Okay, the stuff like this. Let's together. Al Green, let's stay together. You know, very obvious sentiment. Great song, yeah. Good song, good tune, that one in fairness. Uh, what else has he got in here? Again, these kind of things would sort of work as well. You've got this. I guess Yeah, very obvious one, uh, kind of good sentiment in that. And then you got like um, you got this kind of stuff, you know, good belt or this. And I will always love you. I will always that could be a biggie. Definitely a love song. She annoys me the way she harps on in it, but yeah, it's definitely a, a big love song. That could be a biggie, all right. And then of course he asks, you know, the team for some of their favourites, right? And there's kind of a few surprises in here. Like, this is Tara's one, right? Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light. So, uh, 
Sarah's favourite love song is about a lady of the night there. This subliminal message is look, you know, I know you're looking for love, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to put the red light on. Come here, you know yeah, I mean? that's a very big yeah. you. Or else is the you know, if you really want love, you have to pay for it. I don't know what the message is there. That's I'm not Tara's sure. favorite. I, yeah. I think that's just yeah. Very good song, mind you. Great song, but, but I never would have thought it was a love yeah. song. I mean, it's literally a love song. It's a, literally a song about uh, you about know, night. nighttime scandal. Way Absolutely, of yeah. of and then of course there was no surprise that this was going to feature. That was obviously PJ's favourite. But it does pose the question, right, again. That's basically a song about, you know, we're going to have to break up. No. We can't be lovers because how can we be lovers? We can't even be friends. No, Jim, you're misunderstanding so, the no, entire ethos. But honestly, there's, and it's a weird thing because oh, Jim. That's, that's PJ's one. And then Mike said to me, what's, what's yours, Jim? What are you going to go for? Oh, and the ones I go. ended up thinking of were, right, there was this one, which I think is a great song. song, right? Dire Straits, Romeo and Juliet. Great song. When you actually dig into it, it's about a guy being dumped. Yeah. There's a lot of that goes on. So that's not that's not great. And then I thought, right, well, if I didn't have that one, what would I have instead, right? So I went, I thought, well, this is always a great song. And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand Again, and then I d- you dig into it, it's about... It's like... Well, one of them dies at the end, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I was just about to say, I couldn't nearly swallow my tongue. I was like, this is all getting very tragic now, isn't it? So, all, all, of a sudden, so all of a sudden, it turns out none of us even know what a love song is. Hold on a minute. And of course, that's without even playing Mike's favourite one of uh, Suzanne Vega and Luca. I know. Like, I mean... Yeah, and here's a famous love song. This is literally a song about a woman trying to escape a terrible situation. Here you go. Yeah. So, anyway, so you can see we're not great at this. We need a, we need your suggestions. 87 188 What is the ultimate love song? Why didn't I just pick Johnny Logan? Ireland's classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online. Available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit, from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. Bit. Ah, the classic hit bit is worth 1,040 euros this morning. We've a load of cash to give away. And one more listen before we get stuck in. We'd love to give it away for uh, the, the Valentine's weekend. You can get candles delivered with your takeout and everything. <laughs> Make a real special day of it. Uh, so first up to play this morning is going to be Terry Mee. How are you, Terry? Grand, lads. Not too bad. What's the crack with you, Terry? Where are you this morning? Uh, on the way to a toy from Dublin. All right, bit of work? Yeah, I'm a carpenter. Oh, very good. Oh, right, very good. Good stuff. Yeah. And what, what's in it? Is it just like a house or is it a... Well, no, I suppose it has to be, doesn't it? It's all what? It's work, you know. HSD 
Oh, oh right. Just sea work, right? Oh, yeah. Very good. I'm always so jealous of carpenters and all. Like my hands are so, they're literally ornamental. They're yeah, there yeah. just so I have. So your sleeves don't fall down, basically. You need somewhere to put your watch. Yeah, that's really that's it. That's about yeah. the size of it. I, yeah. I just can never. I know remember. the feeling. Yeah, it's, it's great. I'm doing a DIY show, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. We'd love to give you a few quid this morning, Terry. What do you think? Is it uh, notorious by Notorious B.I.G.? Well, wow. let's see, yeah. Right. Wow, that is a biggie, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah, mm. come on. No, it's wrong, sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Terry. Stay safe. Yeah, happy home. Friday to you, Terry. Have a safe Thank drive. You, Take care of yourself, man. Cheers. Thanks, All right. Uh, Donna Collins is on the other phone. How are you, Donna? Oh, very good, guys. I'm just with my little girl. She's a week old today, and I'm sleep-deprived. You're getting me through it. Oh, no way. Oh, my Brilliant. God. <laughs> you do realise that this woman is now, like, she's almost hallucinogenic. Yeah. She's I'm so sorry. desperate for sleep. She's got, Anything could happen. Oh, I'm my. seeing things, lads. I swear <laughs> to God. Oh, so, wow. your baby girl's only a week old. Aideen is her name, yeah, and her daddy Dennis is asleep. He's in the other room because he's teaching. Oh, typical of him. <laughs> typical know, of him yeah. to be asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're sleep deprived. He's uh, snorting his bonds off. Maybe he was up doing the night feeds. You never know. No, nah, I'm breastfeeding, so he doesn't have those. I don't think he has the apparatus. <laughs> then uh, I guess yeah. that's, that's Did he even try? Did he even try? <laughs> <laughs> she tried, her, but she <laughs> Well, that's great news. I'm delighted. Yeah, for you congratulations, well, so. Donna. Thanks congratulations. Well done. Yeah, happy week birthday or whatever you'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, the icing and the cake, of course, would be to take the grand. Uh, little Aideen could have all sorts of goodies oh, uh, with I that thousand it. euro, I tell you. Right, what are you going for, Donna? I was thinking, is it you're as cold as ice? Oh, Great. very appropriate. Oh, very, good. very appropriate. What do you think, Michael? Unfortunately, Aideen, I have to be cold as ice oh, myself. It is wrong. <coughs> I know. I wish I could Got give you the cash it. or sleep or something, but I can't do yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. We all wanted Donna to win that. <laughs> yeah. I, I take a purple hoodie if you have one. I know they're only for the All right, Donna, just because you're kind of baby doesn't mean you're to be a scab. Probably best to go and have a lie down, Donna. That's probably the best <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> Listen, happy, uh, happy Friday to you, Donna. Have a great day. Take care of yourself. Right, Cheers. See you, Donna. Bye-bye. Thank you, thanks, Donna. Should we give her the? I give her the hoodie. I feel yeah, bad now. You I feel, feel bad, bad now, now. don't I'll you? I give her the hoodie. I give her the hoodie. After yeah. all she's been through, there's you calling her names on the radio. Yeah, she's <laughs> delirious and everything. Sleep deprived. I give her the hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Well, well done. You. So it's the least you could do. <laughs> least you could do. Right. So it means that uh, Niall Boylan is going to take up the gauntlets at um, half one today. Another opportunity for you to win over a grand. You can check out classichits.ie for all the previous guesses. Big is still the clue. By the way, just a quick reminder that. Uh, we're still taking your um, suggestions for the love songs, aren't we, Michael? We're going to dig out a few more. Yes, we are. I might yeah. throw my own little one in there as well, uh, lads, actually. Yeah. By the way, in case you missed it earlier on, right? The no, te- I have the, another one. The selection of the team here, right? Tar- we were asked for favourite love songs. We ended up, Tara's is about a prostitute. PJ's is about a breakup. <laughs> Mine is about being dumped. And Mike's is about domestic abuse. I didn't know I mean, that. It's just, what sort of a dysfunctional... Operation is this tragedy seems to be a running theme around these parts, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. And, and just to, and to top it off, just to give you a sample, the bomber Brown, you know, the bomber Brown, the butcher Brown of I Old Town. I do, just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's been on with his suggestion, which was girlfriend in a coma. Ah, he's a table. What else would you expect from that lunatic? <laughs> Absolute lunatic of a man. God, text us your, your good ones. Says everything you need to know. Wham, wake me up before you go, go. Happy Friday. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Friday morning. 87 Still taking your nominations and suggestions. 
for the ultimate love song, Valentine's Day, this coming Sunday. Uh, our selections didn't go great. Has no. to be said, selections of oh, the team wow. didn't quite pan out. So, uh, so Mike is uh, putting together the uh, the list of the ultimates, right? What is uh, what's going to get the most votes as the greatest love song of them all? And uh, we'll try and give it a spin before we finish the show. So you can keep them coming in. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. But in the meantime, of course, today. Uh, is the start of Chinese New Year, yeah? It's a, the start It of is the, today, yeah. Today okay. is the start of a seven-day, well, it actually can go up to a 16-day festival, but generally a seven-day holiday of uh, in China of the New Year, the celebration of the New Year and all new things to come and all of that. And, of course, as we know, each year in, um, each New Year in China is uh, sort of marked by the certain animal and the certain characteristics of people who are born mm. in that year. Uh, and of course, there's all variations of that too. But this is the year of the ox. The so ox. So the year of the ox is this is this uh, happy Chinese New Year, which is uh, Tara's year. Tara was born in year of the ox. She certainly was, and I have never been one to sort of bite into this. So you know, uh, the sort of. You know, looking at the stars or maybe your star yeah. signs. Like, look at this. I, I've changed my mind. I completely and utterly no believe way. in all this. You're a believer now. I'm a believer, Jim. I'm a complete believer. Why is that? Because Tara was born in the year of the ox? Well, this is the year of the... Yes. So why, why? What are the characteristics? Well, you know, I suppose there's, there's a bit of bullheadedness there. But let's let's go into this, right? <laughs> uh, so if you're... This ox is the second of all zodiac animals, right? So just to describe what's happened this year. The ox was supposed to be the first of all zodiac animals. But apparently, according to legend, the ox was about to arrive first, uh, and then a rat says, here, you wouldn't give us a lift, would you? And the ox goes, yeah, jump on me back there. And then just as they got to the gate, the rat... Car- is this a cartoon? You were just saying, what, what the hell is this? No, this is the legend about why they became... Uh, uh, Jade, the Emperor, Jade the Emperor said the order of the animals arriving to him would decide what order they would be in the Zodiac. Of course he did. Right? Yeah. So as they were, the ox was going to be forced. Yeah. And a rat says, give us a lift there, will you? And the rat got in his head. And then as they were about to arrive to the Emperor Jade, the rat jumped off your man's head and ran in force. Says, there you go. Take that. Take it over there. So that's why so, uh, the ox rats, is the eh? second. Yeah, rats, eh? I think. Do we have one of them here? No. No, we don't. So, uh, an ox. What are oxes like? Well, the ox is associated with the earthly branch. Uh, they're supposed to be slightly bullheaded. They're supposed to be hardworking. Get their hard down. Hardworking? Don't look for praise that they let their work. <laughs> I say, whoa, hardworking. Tara was born in Year of the Ox. Honest and earnest. I definitely give her that now. She has a thought you're going to hear about. Right? I give her that. It's just a hard working bit, like. Okay, great. You know. No, to be fair, that's. No, let's be fair. She does work very hard, just not very often. Just when she's here. (laughs) Yeah, you know, when she comes in. The odd time. When she's here, she puts her... Show you. Shoulder to the wheel. Friends, if she works a Monday and a Tuesday, she probably needs three days off because she yeah, went so hard that's, on that, Maybe that's it. Yeah, I think that's so. They believe everyone should do what's asked of them and stay within their bounds. This does sound like Tara, man. Mm. And it also says, they're, uh, though they are kind, it's difficult for them to understand persuasion using pathos. So you can't, you know, <laughs> no, really, no. Bit, asking for sympathy is no. a waste of time. Absolutely. This hard is nails. Tara, man. Hard and as nails. Rarely lose, they temp- you lose their temper. Temper. But they think logically and they make great leaders. So I looked more thinking about Tara. Right. So every year, so if the, she was born in a year, I've just figured out, so it makes her a water ox. <laughs> right. And water oxes, right, comfortable early life, it says, and then they're respected in their entire life. They may have a loving family, but it's recommended they marry late. <laughs> right. I guess it's hard when you <laughs> want your way all the time. I don't know, Jim. 
Yeah. I'm just saying. So, uh, like, it means I would like to know what were you again? What's your? your I'm s- I'm the monkey. Of course, yeah, Jim the monkey. What do you mean, of course? Is it, are we going to get into the silverback gorilla slagging again? No, I'm not going to at all. I'm just saying it suits you. That's all I'm saying. Right. You know, and what's this year hold for the monkey then? Well, it's sort of this. Well, I suppose this year we're all in for more or less the same oh, thing. Great. You know, that's Fantastic. the problem. It's just how you deal with it, and you know what your personality tells you how you will handle it. Right. Right. So the monkey, or you, you between the monkey, um, you look. It's cast the way it says all these characteristics about everyone else, right? And you go straight into the monkey, and it says monkeys like eating peaches. It says. <laughs> Eating peaches. Yeah, but it says you're, you could be associated with a long life, it says. Yeah, I'll take that. It says that your most defining trait is your intelligence. Yes. As children, you win awards. You yeah. the praises of teachers. As adults, they gain recognition and make great leaders. Well, thank you. I would say you're definitely leading everything here. I mean, if you didn't do that, nobody would. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, it says, due to this, it's understandable that monkeys can be a bit arrogant from time to time. How very dare you. And are you. often quite disrespectful. I can be self-centred. Making decisions. Jim, this isn't working out well Not for you. Not at all. This has gone horribly wrong all of a sudden. Monkeys can be very jealous, especially when people are yeah. doing better than them. Yes. Very competitive. <laughs> Positive and negative. They're very competitive. Jim! Unbelievable. Look at this. It was going very well for a while. You couldn't have just stopped there, no. This is also, they're, qu- they're willing to listen to critique and learn from their mistakes. Yes. Uh, and they're calm and logical thinkers. And they're no. always able to be the final winner in the end. That's what it says about That'll monkeys. do. I'll take that. Stop there. Are you we- sure? What about for you as a rabbit or Mike as a dog? Is there any, anything in the ox year for the, for the you pair? Yeah, there is, yeah. Well, yeah, I get, let me get, hold on a second now. Right. Do you want me to come back to you on it? No, I have it here. Okay. A dog, defining characteristic is his loyalty. Really? Oh, yeah, they well... Un- that should be interesting over the next one. They will never abandon their workmates. Oh family, my god, or he would run out the door with Look at Mike. this fella, honest. He's and, literally, he's got his coat on. Look at this fella, honest and just, popular in social circles. Everybody needs a dog in their life, it says. That's unreal. I mean, a obviously. A dog is the friend to have in this year, it says. We've made a mistake assuming that Mike was a dog. Wow. Oh, loyal to his workmates. Here's ha! the good. Ha! I say. Here's something we can joy about him, though. Worried and anxious constantly on the inside. That's true. What, even though they won't let it stop them. This is my call over, oh, man. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, once they decide on something, no one can talk them out of it. Well, that's because he goes into such a tumble, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. No, oh, Jay, I tell you, the, word, the sky is falling yeah, in. Yeah, no, no, Mike, seriously, it'll be all right. I don't oh, think no, so. No, it won't. Oh, it's going to be the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. oh, come on, quickly then. What about you, your rabbit? Oh, my, oh, yeah, okay, right, one second. I just need to find the rabbit. Okay, here we go. Out To outsiders, rabbit may seem kind. Um, in truth... <laughs> In truth, they're, they're not, to their, not to their nephews on their communion day, anyway. Yeah, it also says they could be looked, looked on as soft and weak. Jeepers, I'm not coming out to see them. Steadily, they'll move towards their goal, no matter what negativity they get off everyone else. Oh, jeepers, Jim. <laughs> They've decent, decent reasoning skills. And no attention to detail. Ah, for oh, God's sake. Oh, my God. There is something in it. They do make... <laughs> yeah. It does, they do make good socialisers and yeah. have an attractive aura. However, they find it hard to open up to others and use escapism for everything. <laughs> ah, here. A plain and routine life won't suit you. Ah, Jim. How did this end so badly for me? I'm going to have a terrible year. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. A plain and simple life won't suit you. It says they need surprises to spot. Rabbits who are born in my year aren't sly, it says, but they have tricks up their sleeves and they should start. If they if they start a career successfully, it might it might carry on. 
Holy God, you're a mad monkey. He's a loyal dog. Tara's a bullheaded su- success person, and I'm someone that's just hanging in. God, baby, there is something in all of this mad astrology. Carry on. I believed it all until you got to me. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I need? I need to go, Mike to come in here and pet me. All night long from Lionel Richie here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday. Just got an update from Magic Mike about the uh, current state of play on the love song vote. Remember, we're looking for you to decide on the ultimate love song, your favourite, the greatest love song. And at the moment, what's in the lead, PJ? What is it now? Foreigner. I want to know what love is. You're joking me. I know, yeah. For the love of God, start texting Johnny Logan immediately, people. <laughs> like, I mean, look, I mean, far be it from us to hijack the vote, but really, you want us to play foreigner, I want to know what love is. Ah, uh, yeah. There must, uh, I, there's somebody else a, is out there hijacking that vote. They are, yeah. There's definitely some inter, some Facebook what post was the, What was the name of the lead singer of Foreigner? <laughs> Yeah, you cost him a fortune. Drumming up a fortune. So anyway, listen. Let it let it be known. Uh, what is your absolute ultimate love song? What do you think is the greatest love song of them all? Uh, we'll try and play it before the end of the show. Let us know. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. That vote is continuing. Uh, and also uh, an update on the Chinese New Year. We were talking about uh, Tara being Year of the Ox, but no, in 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 sync with her true zodiac animal. She's not that. She's a sneak. She's a sneaky little rash. Was she? she was a rash. She's born in the year of the ox, but she was born in January before the turn. So she's actually, um, her sign is a rash. So that, she's the sneaky makes, one. That makes so much sense. Unbelievable. So much sense. That totally she piggyback different. on the hard graft of others and then jump in front. So I've just looked Shocking. up the rat characteristics and it's uh, optimistic and energetic. It says, uh, sensitive to others' emotions but are very stubborn with their opinions. Yes. It also says their personality is kind uh, but due to weak communication skills they can appear oh, rude she won't sometimes like that. She won't and impolite. Like that. And it also says, she's robbed my animal here, says on the financial side she loves Dave and can be a bit stingy. Oh, right. So they're a bit stingy there. <laughs> So I think she's going to be sorry she told us she was the rat afterwards. Hates wasting money on unnecessary things. Yeah. Like an eighth pair of underpants, I would say. The one thing that a few people on WhatsApp did pick up on in relation to the hard work that was associated with the ox was that Tara works extremely hard at thinking of ways to get a day off. (laughs) Ireland's classic hits. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is... The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services in class or online. Learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right, here we go. It's always winning day, Friday on the Breakfast Table Quiz. This is where we'll find out whether our existing score of 12 is going to scoop our prize this week or can somebody nip in there at the end, get 13 and take the loss. The lot being that year's supply of Faith in Nature, the friendliest brand for the environment and your skin. It's a, uh, basically, it's helping you and beauty fans tap into the power of nature. Uh, it's natural and ethical products. They're now available in the likes of McCabe's Pharmacy and Lloyd's Pharmacies around the country. It's a natural collection of shampoos, conditioners, body washes, soaps, you name it, it's all there, harnessing the healing power of nature and it's totally free from all artificial colours. It's cruelty free, totally ethical and vegan and if you want to check it out for yourself you can do it on Instagram at faithinnature uh, underscore IRE or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash faithinnature. So 13 is the score we need to take the lead on the breakfast table quiz. It's a big ask when it gets to this high but you never know. Could pay at the post for a Friday and Heather Cullen is going to play. How are you Heather? All right, lads, yourselves, not a bother. Not good, so bad. Good. Where are you this morning, no, Heather? 
Nice. No snow. Yay! 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 I'm on your side there all day long. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're part of the anti-snow brigade, I tell you here. That's for <laughs> totally. sure. Totally. So listen, what's your Friday hold for you, Heather? What's the plan for this or the weekend? I mean, are you, are you expecting anything exciting and romantic and sexy on <laughs> Valentine's Day? <laughs> Well, with one hand, I can't do much, but yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, much. yeah, well, yeah, you know, just you can you make of it what you will. <laughs> yeah. Wow, well, behave. Is that's got to be, I think it's got to be basically takeouts for everybody this weekend, isn't it? Uh, well, maybe, we'll see. You see, depends. depends. Most depends mysterious on woman in Ireland <laughs> on the phone here. Yeah. Right, well, listen, Heather, here's the challenge for you. We've got 60 seconds. You need to get at least 13 correct answers. You ready for it? Yep. Best of luck. Here we go. How many sides does a cylinder have? Uh, five. Three. What is the name of the Roman god of war? Oh, Thor. It's Mars. What is the name given to the fat of a whale? Rubber. What Italian ci- what city is famous for the Leaning Tower? Pizza. How many years are there in a millennium? Um, uh, a thousand. Yeah. What is, what is graphology? Graph. It's the study of handwriting. What colour are the Smurfs? Blue. What is the name of the trophy presented to the winners of the All-Ireland Hurling title? Oh, it's not the Maguire, it's still one. Oh, I can't think of it. It's the McCarthy Cup, which bird symbolises yeah. peace? The dove. What is the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Tinkerbell. Yeah, what is the centre of a hurricane called? The eye. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. What is the name of, the bar- of Barbie's partner? What is the name of the blue forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Oh, Dory. It yes. is Dory. Well done. Well I'll tell done. you something. You are flying when you got going, Heather. There was a surge at the end there. This could make it interesting. There was a bit of a surge at the end. Yes, it was a rough start, but then flying, absolutely flying after that. Right. Are you ready, Heather? This is the official count. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah. Just came up a bit short in the end. Sorry about that, Heather. No, no worries. It was a good run, though, in fairness. Fair play to you. It was a good old fight there. Absolutely. Since you're giving the hoodie to the nice lady that has a one-week-old baby, I'd like her hoodie, too. I don't know about that. If if you had a week-old baby there, I'd say Mike would be sending because he felt guilty. Well, I've only one hand, so I need something to keep my broken hand warm. There you go, you see? She's got a broken hand. Okay, we'll put you into something. Heather's just given a totally new meaning to one-armed bandit. Yeah, she's... (laughs) She's trying to she's trying to blag a hoodie out of Mike here. <laughs> he opened my Christmas present already, so I'm waiting for that. Right, okay. Right, well, I'll we'll, tell you what, we'll we'll plead your case with Michael. That's the best we can do. Listen, happy Friday, Heather. Have a great you weekend. Too, lad. Cheers. See you, Heather. Take, Take care. care. This love from Maroon 5 here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Happy Friday. She is still taking your votes for the ultimate love song ahead of Valentine's Day on Sunday. Uh, what's going to get the top vote? The last time we checked in with Mike, it was uh, Foreigner. I want to know what love is. We're desperately yeah. hoping there's a certain surge of voting in other directions. Just to give you some of the other uh, uh, things that have been coming in, some of the other suggestions. That's a good one. That, that is, is a, a cracking song. Yeah, so Bon Jovi's Better Roses, that's been uh, suggested by some people. This one came in. I kind of wouldn't have thought of this one. But yeah, I suppose with or without you. I don't know. That to me 
me is another one of those like it's a is it a love song or not he's basically saying even when you're not here you're doing me head in well is I that don't know if that's a, I can't live with or without you yeah so when you're um, here you're very annoying and when you're not here you're very annoying I miss you being annoying I miss your annoying <laughs> head around the place is that what that's saying I'm not really sure and then this one has come in again not one I would have thought of I wouldn't have thought of that. Wouldn't have even obviously. I tell you something. Obviously, the rockers were outvoting big style. Guns and Roses, U two, and Bon Jovi. It's all yeah. <laughs> tell you something. People are obviously getting a, a, a pension for um, lycra pants or something. Anyway, As keep it. the votes coming in. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Uh, we might reveal the winner after nine. Uh, as to the one you voted the ultimate love song so let us know still plenty of time to get your votes in and funnily enough ahead of Valentine's weekend right um, if you're um, if you were somebody who was on the lookout for love and if you decided that PJ's suggestion earlier for buying new pants wasn't the way to go maybe you might not have to do anything maybe just by virtue of whatever your name is you're destined for love. Well, this is it. If you're out looking for love, uh, they've revealed the names most likely to be associated with romantic personalities. So they have. Really? So they've given us the top three. For, so oh, if um, you're called this name, you're just instinctively romantic. It seems to be your mo- most most likely yet yeah, to have romantic Lay names. it on me, PJ. Well, Lay like, it on me. Do you want the girls or the boys first? Give me it all. Like, <laughs> okay, I'll give you... There, does not, there doesn't seem to be a five in the women. Other oh, does. I'll give you the five ladies first then, right? So Cheryl... Um, it's a name that means darling or dear one. So if you're with a Cheryl, you're very. She's likely to be quite the romantic sort. Right. Although I always find, and like, I'm not wanting to be rude or anything here. I always find when women say they're romantic, it means they expect you to be romantic <laughs> yeah, too. Exactly. Them. Yeah. Whereas when men it are mean, romantic, what it actually means it is ex- they're demanding. <laughs> and when it's our day, there's expectation, right? There's definitely an expectation. Yeah. But when lads say they're romantic. It means they they actually do the stuff. You know, they're the, yeah, buy they, the flowers, buy yeah, the chocolates, buy the. You presents. come home and they're dressed in a in a tuxedo for no reason, standing in the house after I have prepared a feast fit for a queen, and you know the dog has a dicky bow on and all of that sort of stuff. You know, right. there's, there's some sort of setup. So I don't know because I actually can't even think at the moment what is a romantic gesture. From a woman. So a man, what is it? What would that look like? Yeah, you have to be careful as well because if you get a lad's opinion on that, it could get very. Oh, no, you know, I know. Keep it, it clean. It could get very people. grown up all of a keep sudden. Keep it so clean now. Come maybe on. Maybe we'll move on. But right, so Cheryl's- Cheryl, I'm. Look, no disrespect to any Cheryls out there. Slightly surprised by that. Same here. It doesn't even seem like that much. Like, these are names in Ireland, so I don't yeah. know a lot of Cheryls No, it's that Ireland. common, the name, yeah. Uh, number four is Amy. And a- Amy's is all, yeah, Amy. The literal, There's a kind of acuteness about Amy. There is, and the literal meaning of the name means to love, as in, like, you know, Ami, love me, oh, in right. French, the whole thing. Yeah, so there you go. Ella, uh, the Hebrew name meaning a goddess. Emma. Ella. Oh, Ella. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of, you know, that rings bells. I know two Ellas. Wella, Ella, Ella. Yeah. Ella, Ella, Ella. It doesn't work at all. Oh, Wella, Ella, Ella. Tell me more. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jim, I can't even believe you attempted that one. (sighs) Oh, friends. You got me on my gag anyway. Exactly. Uh, Aoife is the Irish name that means beauty, and that's number two. Aoife. Yeah, everyone I ever met called Aoife is brilliant. I've never met Especially at chocolate biscuit cakes. Especially, yeah, especially brilliant to make a chocolate biscuit cakes and and being 
very funny and loud. And very, very funny and loud. I'm definitely not talking about one particular Aoife. No, no. I'm just saying there we are... We don't know any funny, loud, chocolate biscuit cake-making Aoife's. Who are delightful company altogether. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a, I definitely agree Aoife's number two. Every Aoife I've ever met has been great. Right. Great crack. There's something about the name and Aoife. And Cara... Now, these, sorry, these are, if you're called these, right, this means you're destined for love, is it? No, you're more likely to be a romantic person. A romantic person, right, okay. You're much right, more likely okay. to have a romantic sort of personality around you. you right, know okay. I mean? You want to watch, sit around, watch weepy movies and, you know, you, you cry when you see people, you see a fella hanging around with us, Jack Russell at the chipper or something. I don't really know. Right, I'm not, okay. Obviously, I'm not, I don't have a... And the number one then? And the number one is Cara. Cara's the number one for women. So Irish name that means if you know a Cara, she's a romantic old soul. Yeah, darling or beloved is what it means, and then that brings on to the lads. Well, it's just a matter of interest. I assume there's no names given for like you know the least romantic people, is there? No, they don't right. do that. No, but Probably I have a funny feeling alone. PJ's in there. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 fellas with double letters in their names, anyway. <laughs> right. So give us the, what is this? The lads countdown yeah. of the top five most romantically natured lads the thing is I read this wrong right? it gets to number 4 and then there's an ad and then there's number 5 so mm. I actually thought Aldi was the name of one of the least romantic name for a man hey but it's not there uh, it's quite a romantic place <laughs> uh, so uh, Daryl is the um, Daryl Daryl I don't even know a, I've never met a Daryl in Ireland I don't know a Daryl is it Daryl that texts the show alright but there you go there's the one. only one I know so he, the, an, an English name that means dear one Tig. If your name Tyg. is Tyg... Now, come here. I know a lot of... I know a few Tigs, right? Yeah. And I just something about the name Tyg. It doesn't say... Tyg, for me, is like one of those names. I can... When you say the name Tyg, I can taste whiskey and, and smell muck. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. a real... No, I, you said you said Tyg, and that's exactly... I just saw a farm. Yeah. I saw a big cow shed and a tractor and stuff. Exactly, yeah. That's what I saw. There's no... But hey, I mean, look at... Many a woman has been wooed by road frontage... Just so well, who's to say maybe Tyg's a very romantic thing I don't know if you rang sort of like Patrick Ebo's restaurant he says book table for two and he says who Tyg they say, they say you're only messing I'm not, yeah, fall, I'm not, say, fall, yeah, I'm yeah. not falling for that one yeah, again yeah that prank again yeah there you man yeah. he turns up in his wellies and thinks he's all that uh, David a Hebrew name that means sweetheart or it means beloved that's right. the third one Lennon if your first name is Lennon never trust Lennon. someone who has a second name as a first name yeah uh, these are that. Irish names you, well these are people in Ireland yeah you know what I mean? Lennon. Lennon, yeah. I've never met a Lennon as a, fr- or a first name. Never. Never met a L- Lennon. Lots as a of Lennon name. surnames, but no Lennon first name. I always wonder of people who have surnames as first names is a peculiar thing. Yeah. I've never been able to get my head around it. You know what I mean? Imagine you met a McCabe, Jim. You're only messing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I can't take you seriously. You're slagging me. You're slagging me. That's what you're doing. Uh, and Connor is the number one, which means lover Connor. of wolves, apparently. Connor. I mean, the only Conor I think about is Conor McGregor. And I'd say there's more romance in the back of an old tractor than there is in Conor McGregor. He's definitely not a, like, well, a romantic I'm surprised by that, I, I was expecting... I don't know what I was expecting in terms of, like, romantic names, but they weren't. Connors and Tiggs and I was, Lennon. I was thinking real normal names. I was thinking, like, Mikes and Jameses and all. Lads who have to make up for their names being very normal. You know, go the extra yard. You know, Sean's and Peter's and Paul's. I was thinking they'd be the most romantic people in the world, to be honest with you. You know, yeah. Jackson, Jerry. I was actually thinking there was going to be, you know, like, Rudolph. Did you? 
Oh, you thought it was like a tap? Rudolph, I just realised. I was thinking originally so, something like Rudolph Nuriev or something, and then I just realised Rudolph. What's the name of a, ra- a red-nosed reindeer? What's romantic about that? Imagine, imagine how embarrassed a woman would be if a fella called Rudolph showed up to her workplace with a bunch of flowers. She'd go, Who's that? Oh, God, please don't ask me. My, I, Rudolph O'Reilly, ask you to be my beloved wife. Forever and ever, amen. Rudolph, seriously, you're embarrassing the life of me. We need to have a chat when I get home. Hello, Mr. Blue Sky here at Classic Hits. Happy Friday to you. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. And it's time. Now it's time to uh, reveal what you voted as the ultimate love song. Of course, Valentine's Day is happening this Sunday. I was just thinking to myself, my God, this Sunday, it couldn't happen on a better day when you've got Voice of a Thousand Souls himself. Uh, doing love songs on a Sunday morning on Valentine's Day. It's unreal. I mean, isn't it? he will. He's like oh, he'll explode. He'll melt or it's something. It's like a Christmas that only comes every seven years for I, him. Yeah, he's going to be like the the Santa of Valentine. Can you imagine him lashing out the Valentine's requests? Can you imagine him? He, he loves you. He loves you so much. He loves you almost as much as I feel. I like saying this thing. <laughs> oh, you people gonna have the happiest day. It's gonna be incredible. Tell you, not to be missed. Not to be missed. Definitely. Ed Murphy uh, lulling you back to sleep. I mean, in, in the kind of cosy, you know. In the cosy way, yeah. In the drippy chocolate way. Of course, yeah, You yeah. know, on a Sunday morning on Sweet Valentine's dreams. Day. With all of your uh, love songs. Uh, so you'll have a field day, so uh, make sure you check that out. But I can't anyway, wait to what you steal for his missus and all. I just rented a white horse to ride to Black Rock Chase. Yeah. I'm going to get chased by a checkpoint as I get to the door. And when she says, what are you doing? I'm riding this love stallion into your life. Baby, yeah, he'll have a picture of a, a, a painting of him stripped to the waist, <laughs> aboard a white stallion of love. I'm like Vladimir Putin <laughs> on a white stallion. Out of boy, ain't it? boy. Wow, I'll tell you something, Mrs. Voice of a Thousand Souls. You're in you. for a great week. <laughs> right, so what was it that Ireland decided was uh, the ultimate love song? Right, well, let's in the, in the true way of, you know, proper DJs, what proper DJs would have done. Exactly. If, we, yeah. if only we knew any. Right? <laughs> At number three. Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Yes, I that can kind of slip by you know when you get an upbeat love song I know I, I never think of it to be exactly. honest exactly yeah. when you think of something that's upbeat you tend not to you always assume love songs are slow and you know, know. about heartbreak and all of that or, yeah. you know, or pleading for someone to Elton come back Elton John being all jolly and everything it's great I actually like that a lot to be honest I do with you, yeah. I do that's one of my favourite Elton John tunes right so what made it to uh, number two this is a bit more traditional you might say number two was this cause I am your What more do you need to say? Well, apart from the fact that it's one of the cheesiest songs I've ever heard in my life. Love and cheese, baby. Love and cheese. It's, it is ham and cheese, that one, isn't it? Like, it's, uh, it's, it's a great old song, but, yeah, it's so sweet it would rot your teeth. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's... that's. Uh, 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 I just, I don't know why that just brings about visions of, of... To be honest with you, that actually brings about visions of women who have broken up eating huge tubs of ice cream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sitting there watching a weepy movie. <laughs> Into the Ben and Jerry's. I can't stop eating this wonderful vanilla and chocolate. My heart, my heart. Exactly right. So that was your three, your two. So what was your number one? Well, we did warn you. 
But it didn't seem to stop. Doesn't matter. People have voted. They want cheesy classics for Valentine's Day, and this is the one. That's the one. It's not a bad old tune. I mean, it's no Johnny Logan classic, but it's all right. Ireland's ultimate love song. Gotta take a little time. There it is, the song you voted as the ultimate love song. Uh, That got the most votes. In our little poll for the ultimate love song, nothing says love more than a man with a perm singing on the top of a tall building, I tell you. What a video that was, eh? And what an amazing video. I love those videos in fairness. Ones where they're standing quite obviously in front of a huge domestic or a non-domestic kitchen fan. And it's supposed to be the wind rustling their hair. It looks good. There it was. And don't forget, of course, Voice of a Thousand Souls himself, uh, Enda Murphy, here on Sunday morning with Love Songs. Perfect day for it being Valentine's Day and all that sort of stuff. Actually, can I just very quickly mention as well, when Valentine's Day is out of the way, okay, on Sunday, uh, the next thing to pop along, of course, is Pancake Tuesday. Oh, my God, on the 16th. Yeah. uh, Can can we just say a huge thank you to our friends, good friends in Gourmet Food Parlour. They're a great bunch. We've been out to many of the restaurants, of course, doing the show and all that sort of stuff. And they very kindly sent us in a little advance sample of um, of their brand new pancake stacks. Now I've been trying to make these at home, right? I've been on a pancake kick. Have you? Yeah. You know the American style ones. Oh the yeah, ones. you're doing that, yeah. I've been trying to make them, right? And like they've been grand, but like you, you just realise how much you're failing when you get the real deal. When you get, like, that's the thing, isn't it? You think you're flying until so until you get a proper yeah. chef. Anyway, they were absolutely delicious. There's two uh, uh, versions, if you like, available. These are available, of course, for collection and delivery and all that sort of stuff from all of the gourmet food parlour uh, restaurants there's the bacon buttermilk stack I think you know our favourites absolutely and there's the bueno buttermilk stack this the new one is, yeah which is like pieces of, of kinder bueno and strawberries and chocolate syrupy stuff and all it's it's a, it's a dessert it's a fantastic thing it tastes like somebody planted an easter egg bomb underneath <laughs> a breakfast and it went off and ended in the most delicious wonderful mess of all time it's incredible they're absolutely delicious so thank you to our friends in Gourmet Food Parlour you can check out their website and their branches and all that sort of stuff if you want details yourself of their uh, brand new pancake stacks out in time of course for Pancake Tuesday uh, this coming Tuesday uh, since we were doing the bit of the love thing right I mean there is a bit of a sex god Oh my god, absolutely. In, I mean, this was the man, let's face it, who. Well, was he the original throwing knickers on the stage merchant? I think he was. I think Tom Jones, who just turned 80 last June. 80? He ain't no spring chicken and he still looks absolutely amazing. He's still the king of love. What's new, pussycat? Whoa! Well, I, let me tell you. <laughs> What? Did you like that? <laughs> that was amazing. What's, you, what's new? Pussy what's cat? new? Pu- oh, 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 Toby's talking. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Don't get me started. Uh, because he's got the secret to health, he says. And he started hanging upside down like a bat is his new way of looking after his health. Inversion therapy, apparently it's called. Hanging you- upside down? Yeah. Now, here's my problem with what Tom Jones says, right? Because he leaves out a huge part of his lifestyle at the bottom of this, right? Mm. So he says, inversion therapy, the secret to health, right? That's what you do. You hang upside down. He says it's believe. Well, I'll just say it like he says it. He goes, I hang upside down. You know, all of those flames. It's great. You put your feet in that thing and you flip it upside down and you just hang. That's what he says, right? I don't right. know why he suddenly moved to Scotland. That was really, literally the best Welsh accent I could do. Well, it was amazing. Even I'm embarrassed about it. And it's supposed to shift your body's gravity, which eases the pressure off your back and your spine, and those are back pain and poor circulation, sciatica, scoliosis, all of that. You can benefit from I mean, from I have it. heard good things about that. You know, the old blood flow thing I've heard, and, and, and that thing about the spine, I've heard that before. Yeah. I mean, I just, I would... St- I, 
I would struggle to get into a position to hang upside down, and I, I would certainly struggle to get out of it. Well, the, yeah, oh, so would I. I mean, oh my I god. I mean, it's one thing if you did manage to get yourself upside down. I mean, unless there's... Is, is it a, a rope and pulleys system? I don't know how you do it. Is it one of those, like... I, I think... Like, I mean, is it one of those things you see in butchers where you just you just tie your laces together and hang yourself on a meat hook? Like, it, it seems you, you strap your feet in and I just so worry because I feel very top-heavy. Mm. If I went upside down, I'd need a, I'd need two men to yeah. turn me round. That's what I'd be worried about. I'd be I'd be the proverbial beetle or ladybird on its back. That's yeah. I'd never get back. Up and they'd again. have to get. I'd be so embarrassed when a professional have to come in and cut me legs out of the ceiling. And everything. Yeah. oh my god, imagine the mortification of it all. Yeah, uh, there's Mike has a picture of it there. Actually, look the frame. Oh, that you use. right, okay. Well, that's that's a bit more like it. That's just like a broken seesaw type arrangement. Yeah, that but is. That's I'd much still better. be worried that I get back around it anyway. Uh, what do you? So they said that this is the best thing ever. This is how you look after your health. Right. And then he says, I've never felt better. I'm going to go back touring again. And they went, Is there anything else like that you're? do for your health and he goes oh small but uh, and, like, and then he says well I also have a, a personal trainer who comes to see me does a lot of stretching I've taken up boxing I do cardiovascular workouts I've given up most alcohol I only have a glass of wine with my dinner and it was like oh right so it's the inversion therapy is it oh so nothing to do with the plethora of other things that are yeah. going on so all of that other stuff that has a nice effect but it's the hanging upside down gives you a 12 pack when you're 80 is it yeah it gives you those jiving so hips so no alcohol personal trainer yeah, yeah. eating healthy he has a wine with his dinner and he says the occasional point like once every few months like and has a personal trainer he's taking up boxing Although he's not getting punched in the face, it's a training, like yeah, and all of that. And then every so often he hangs upside down and says, "I tell you something, yeah. uh, hanging upside down has." I'm not doing that accent anymore. I'm actually embarrassed. <laughs> I think I should be hung upside down and smacked on the arse for even try- attempting it. To be honest with you.